Hey everybody, this is Legends of Wildmount episode 15, Eyes on the Road. And this episode was streamed live on Twitch September 9th, 2020. Uh, Legends of Wildmount is a sort of weekly D&D campaign that's relatively short, uh, and it takes place in the Wildmount setting as seen on Critical Role. And you can buy the Explorer's Guide to Wildmount that this setting is featured in on, you know, D&D Beyond, and any, anywhere else you buy your tabletop-related goods. Thanks for listening. And if you want to watch us play this live, you can check us out on twitch.tv slash mimics, letter N, monstrosities. That's mimics N, monstrosities. Um, we stream this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, and then Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we stream Beneath the Tide, our D&D Pirate Campaign. And then starting this coming Thursday, September 24th, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, we're streaming our uh, first foray into the new adventure module, Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. So come on out, check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff planned, and hopefully, look, it's scary. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to our little Wild Mount campaign. Uh, some announcements before we begin. Um, thank you for those of those who are still listening and downloading the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, hopefully no more hiccups in terms of schedule stuff as well. Uh, since, you know, the cottage season is all but over with. And I will probably not be going back to the cottage anymore this year. Unless I go around Canadian Thanksgiving. But who knows? Fuck that holiday in general. Um, so... Uh, yeah, just some announcements. Uh, still no Soldiers of Lich Queen on Sundays. We are still in our season break. We are working on getting something to happen on Sundays uh, in the downtime for that campaign, but I don't really know if anything is going to happen at this rate. Um, so it most likely will just end up being a two-month break uh, for, for the 5.15 p.m. slot on Sundays. But uh, this Sunday we are back with Call of Cthulhu. Uh, Diving into yet another case, uh, if you want to watch a Call of Cthulhu session inspired off of um, Ghost Ship, and, uh, well, yeah, basically, in Call of Cthulhu, they're going on a luxury liner, and I'm really excited to run, like, a luxury liner spooky horror Call of Cthulhu game in, like, the 1900s, because, you know, Titanic, I guess, but it's going to be exciting, um... If you've been watching our Call of Cthulhu game, thank you so much. The support helps immensely. And I've noticed I've been having way more fun running Call of Cthulhu than I ever have running Dungeons & Dragons. Call of Cthulhu just has this weird, like... I don't know. It's just really fun. And I really like yeah. it. And It's like there are less rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not having to manage, like, 9,000 rules at once makes it so <laughs> much easier. Um, and... It's always fun to see your players actually get scared. Like, sorry Kirkland, but seeing you get scared makes me just want to keep doing it. Um, so if you haven't watched a Call of Cthulhu game, it's Sundays at 10.30pm Eastern Time. It's a lot of fun, and we're only two episodes in, so easy to catch up on. Um, and yeah, this Sunday will be our third episode. Um, and that is set in 1920s England. And they just dealt with Spring Hill Jack. Um, let's see, what else? Um, 
Also, really, realistically right now, our only main day of programming for content is Wednesday. Because <laughs> um, Thursday is run a break. Also, uh, until the 24th of, of September is when we'll start our next campaign in that slot. Shadows over Ravenloft has been done for almost a month now, which is crazy to think about. Uh, and instead of that, once that's all f sorted out and we have cast, because we're doing interviews right now, uh, but once we've finalized the whole uh, cast for sh uh, our next game on Thursday nights, that'll be 7.15pm Eastern Time on Thursdays, and we'll be running through the new D&D adventure that comes out next week, uh, and that is Rime of the Frost Maiden. And it is a horror adventure set in Icewind Dale, and I am very excited. Just really excited to run through it. Um, so stay tuned for that, and that'll be Thursdays at 7.15pm Eastern Time. Um, and then who knows what happens after that. Um, that's really it for announcements. A lot of lull in content right now, but that's just because of scheduling. Uh, and, you know, Soldier's Lich Queen again is on a season break. So that'll be coming back hopefully in November, fingers crossed. I'm not 100% sure, but that's the plan, I hope. Um, yeah, that's it. Also still working on stuff for the charity stuff that I mentioned to continue continuously raise funds for the Bail Project and the Trevor Project, but that is more of a work in progress because I have been extremely busy lately, uh, specifically for the month of September, because uh, I haven't been home much, and we're already like 10 days into September. Anyways, last we left off, you all arrived at the Amber Crossroads and hung out. Saw some games that were you could play, saw some other like attractions that could catch the eye. Mainly just merchant stalls though, and stuff you could buy, and merchants selling their wares, and food stalls. And a lot of cool stuff. And you all sort of just spent the time doing your own thing at the Amber Crossroads. But. Gravel went to be a little sneaky at the Amber Crossroads. And maybe steal some things or watch people. Who knew? Who knows, really? But. During this whole sort of time break even. Uh, spent at the Amber Crossroads. Gravel caught the attention. Or rather. Saw some individuals overheard them talking about stealing something and watched this elderly man kind of stumble but as he stumbled pickpocketed someone with relative ease so gravel became curious and discovered that these two individuals were in disguise and were actually acquaintances of vox the half green dragon assassin that the party had met earlier when they were tasked to take out this strange giant named ogrok they mentioned to Gravel that they knew him, or assumed that they knew him, and that he, they, Gravel and friends were the acquaintances that Vox mentioned. So they offered Gravel a job from these three mysterious individuals who say they work for an organization called the Myriad. And they want Gravel and friends to seal the shining, this shining dodecahedron-shaped uh, object from the mages of the Cerberus Assembly in Rexintrum. And, and the exact details would be the Candles District, because I forgot to mention that. But that was the job, and then that they would have to meet up in a week's time 
in the sewers underneath Rexentrum. So, with Gravel having accepted this job, everyone else kind of doing their own thing in town, eating food essentially is what everyone else is doing. That's where we're going to pick up the session. The three individuals, Gravel, look at you, and they sort of, oh no, they did disappear after they talked to you, so never mind. You're standing there all alone, just on the outskirts of this little carnival. Hmm. Well, it's not safe to do the you it's not safe to do the usual stuff, so guess I'd better find everyone. And he'll go off and start to look. Okay. Um, he, he he's not thinking he can do any like steely type stuff because this is seems to be their territory, so to speak. That is what and he doesn't want to risk it. Okay. All right. So, the three of you are generally, well, Enoch, Lindak, and Talindra, are relatively sat around the same sort of area of this uh, outdoor market, eating food. I believe Lindak is eating uh, skewers of camel meat. Um, and Enoch is eating a massive plate of meat and has given and had given most of the vegetables to Talindra. And the three of you are generally close enough to talk to each other. You can hear still hear the sounds of like people like partying and having fun, fire breathers in the distance, uh, like a a band of like bards kind of playing in the vicinity. Um, the music doesn't sound that great. It kind of sounds like they're missing notes or playing the wrong notes. Maybe a little bit of alcohol has gotten into the band at this point in time, so they're not as accurate with their music playing as they normally would be. Al, they're, <clears throat> they're not as good as you are. No. He has a mouthful of food and it's like a little... <laughs> I just keep eating. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to play? I could. We, we uh, how close are the uh, the band? There are they like right? With you us can't or? see the band, but you can hear them like missing the notes and kind of getting a little sloppy with their playing. But no, you but cannot we, see them from where you are. We, but they're we, not like so close that it would like clash. Like if I got up and played something else, it would might. It? Okay, I'm. I'll. I'll. Um... You want me to I'll start it up. off? Here, let me start it off. <clears throat> oh, all right. I'm going to take his drum. He's going to move his meat tray to next to him. And he's going to take his drum and he's going to settle it. Okay. And he's going to start <laughs> playing. Okay, give me a performance check. Oh, okay, let's see. Oh, that's not bad. 14? 14, you're like... And uh, your hands are still a little greasy from the meat, so it's just kind of like... You leave like little fingerprints all like over the drum. Resonance. And just, yep. it's just like, yeah. Um, and some people kind of turn their attention towards you. People, mainly in like the food area, they're like, they turn their attention towards the three of you. And they seem interested in you to keep performing. I, <laughs> look over. I sort of come in with a nice sort of impressive lick. Performance check. Little solo thing. Where's oh, yeah. Where is it? And grab it with your passive perception. Yes. You can definitely hear the familiar sounds of Enoch's drum <laughs> and Talindra's oh, no. violin. Sweet. What'd you, what'd you get? Uh, 
Yeah, natural one. <laughs> oh natural one. How do you fail? Yeah, how do you oh fail God. that? Um. <laughs> String breaks. Uh, I think I just. I think I, I. Maybe I just like. Sort of like lose my balance as I'm taking out the violin and just go like. Bleh! Okay. Just like loud. Gravel. You hear this very discordant, just like a violin, just weird. It kind of makes you clench with the sound, like nails on a chalkboard. Man, I bet Tillinger's going to show her who's boss. <laughs> Do I get to try just keep going? Or you eventually, like, you just... eventually get back into okay. the rhythm, and you and you know. I'm a little embarrassed together. though, so I'm maybe not up to what I <laughs> okay. normally would be. So, like, the people kind of like the people that have gathered kind of like plug their ears with that, <laughs> um, and. <laughs> They kind of like see all the both of you start to like play in like unison at this point, and they they relax and they go, oh, okay. Uh, and Lindark, are you doing anything while your two adventuring companions are playing music? Well, I was looking around for like a tent maker shop or something. That's like, right, you were where I'm sitting, but I don't want to like leave them while they're playing because I actually really enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna just sit and listen for a while, and then maybe take Fuck. off in a bit. Okay. Uh, as you're kind of sitting there, you feel someone kind of like bump into your back, and then just keep moving, and, and you hear them under their breath, "Oh fuck!" and they keep wandering away. <laughs> you get the sense they tried to pick your pocket, <laughs> yeah, and I'm didn't feeling mean to, my pocket, and, and didn't mean to bump into you, so they didn't take anything, and they just wandered off. Like they're like, "Oh fuck." I rolled a three on that sleight of hand check. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting yeah. out real well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and at this point, you guys can see the familiar head of gravel wandering. Play something else! Oh. Uh... This was. <clears throat> not gonna say what this was, but we'll just play it. He's gonna try a different. He's gonna go at like a different angle, I guess. Performance like... check for both of you, with advantage though because you're playing together. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. 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 That's much better. Okay, that's way much. That's way better. Eighteen. Eighteen. You're just like. Oh wait! Did I do the wrong one? I did the wrong one. Sorry. One moment. Yeah, it's gonna 23. 23. So you guys are playing something else. It's like very like it's very like fast kind of dancing song. Doing techno. Yeah, like, yeah, techno, like dubstep. <laughs> um and some of the people like in the food area start to like actually like move some of the tables out of the way and start to dance. Enoch's eyes kind of get wide as he sees people gathering together and he kind of leans over to town. He's like, This is our mating song. That's the only one I know. Alright. Into it now. Okay. Um, oh, for a second when you said our, I thought you meant yours and hers. <laughs> I was just like, that's really awkward. <laughs> 
Oh, do you know? No, 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 no. But after about... <laughs> that's the yes, your move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, after about an hour or so, uh, the people kind of start to wander off to do other things around this uh, carnival of coin, as they call it. And as you look down, there's actually a satchel, a small little coin purse, rather, uh, nestled at the end of your table. Oh, you don't see who left it, purse. but it is there nonetheless. Someone left their coin purse. Hello. He's gonna grab his drum. Okay. Walk over to it and pick it up. It feels relatively weighty. Uh, and you can see gravel kind see. of in the vicinity. Gravel. I mean Vinlock. I'm where I'm not. I'm not wearing my Vinlock outfit, so. Oh, wait, am I? I forgot if yeah, I was. Yeah, you are. I am. You, you okay, did apply thanks, it, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, yeah. Good luck. Ah, you found my purse. He's going to hand it to him. <laughs> okay. He's going to count it. Uh, 145 gold pieces. Uh, so, yeah, that's just a joke. It's not mine. It's your guys'. You did a good job. Thank you. So you each get roughly 72 gold coins. It's not 100% accurate life. of how it splits up. Uh, yeah. I mean, she could <laughs> probably take the take the higher end, because you know, it's not going to know any different. It's right, it's 72 you know what? gold, I'll, I'll it? round it down. Uh, yeah, we'll say it's 172 gold. Anyway, so you each get 43 gold out of it. Unless the two of you what? want to split it, who played it. Oh, I'm so oh. confused right now with my own. Yeah, you said 43 out of 172. That's weird. <laughs> okay, 172 divided by 4 is 43. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, I thought it was just for those two. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So I don't know why I'm yeah. doing 4. Uh, so the both of you actually get 86 gold. 86 with one left. 86, okay. He'll give that extra one to Tolinda. Okay. Oh, so you get 87. Thank you. I'm so bad at math, you guys. 87? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you guys seem to, you know, make some money from this place. Fuck. Yeah. Someone, <clears throat> bump, someone bumps into Enoch. Fuck! And he just keeps walking. Hey! Can Gravel see who they are and if they've got any like specific markings that uh might... no specific markings at all. it looks like know. it's a it looks like it's a younger like teenage aged human trying to pick some pockets and they are doing a terrible job at it all right um and that's gonna take the sack and he's gonna hold it like this like on his shoulder <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like, has I'm a gonna sack have of to gold. jump up to yeah there's a sack of gold on his shoulder <laughs> uh so gravel would like to see who it is who sees doing this like whether it's like a human kid yeah human like a... yeah human kid human does it do they have any myriad markings on nope. them uh gravel's gonna tail him for a bit okay because he, he feels like he probably needs to tell this kid what's up so he doesn't get his throat cut by the are you doing head. it are you doing it quietly or yeah like he's just gonna trail this kid and all right 
make sure he doesn't get into any trouble. And if the kid, like, he's essentially going to follow him around until the kid, like, depend, and then depending on where the kid goes, he's going to make, do something different. So. All right, stealth check. Okay. I rolled one for the kid, too. Uh, is this for Vlaun? So do you think the advantage from the boots would do for sound, or is it more visual? Yeah, this is going to be more visual, because there's so many people okay. kind of gathered around anyway. So just a flat stealth, okay. Yep. Uh, oh, <laughs> nat 20. <laughs> All right, you blend in really well with the crowd. Um, the kid rolled a 15 for a stealth check, which is your exact passive perception, so you still see the kid, and you can still tail them. Okay, cool. Uh, and you tail them for a good couple minutes, and they end up kind of just leaving the Amber Crossroads and clambering into the back of a wagon, and the wagon just starts to... Uh, can I catch up to him? Yeah. Alright. Hey, kid. Oh! Yes? Uh, you better watch out. That's, uh, when you're picking pockets, you don't want to do it around the... in that spot. Some other place, some other company's got their claws in there. They might come looking for you. Oh. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, what's your name? Toby. That was a nice, nice uh, catch there. You can tell me a real one later, Vinlock. And he turns and goes. It's actually Toby, but okay. (laughs) And the cart just kind of starts to roll away with him in the back of it. And you see he grabs like a couple apples out of the back of his cart rolls out the back and scurries off into the woods nearby man that kid's dumb he's gonna get killed alright I did my good deed <laughs> I'm out uh, as you're walking back into the Amber Crossroads though give me a perception check alright nine nine alright <laughs> bunch of people walking in and out sweet And eventually you can find your way back to the others. Alright. Uh, oh, making making Tal, my way through all the... going to start grabbing some gold because he owes Tal money for the payback for the herbs and stuff that he bought. So he's okay. going to get like two handfuls and just kind of hand it to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much do I have? <laughs> um, let's see. I'll roll. I don't know. Let's see. One gold um, piece. Uh, just a bunch of silvers and copper. It was like, <laughs> a bunch of copper. <laughs> I rolled 15. I followed a 15, so you got 15 gold pieces. 15, okay. I think that was close anyway. Yeah, it was close. I, you'll see I it. don't remember what it was. It was like 12 or something. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's fine. What did you say you were doing, Gravel? Oh, uh, he's just going to do a check to see if his coin presses were there. Yeah, they're still his there. decoys. Yeah, they're still cool. there. All right, cool. That's it. Where are he they? He's heading back no, to where there. everyone else is. Okay. You guys see Gravel start wandering back. Lindax going to actually uh, stand up and go back to the um, place where he got his uh, kebabs and ask the guy, um, you wouldn't know of a tent maker anywhere nearby, would you? Oh, uh, yeah, just by the main stage where the bands play. All right. Thank it kind you of points much. off into like an eastern direction. Yeah, I'll start wandering off that way. 
Yeah, you better get your buying in soon. Uh, only a couple hours left of daylight, and that's generally when this place shuts down for the day. All right, thank you. And he goes back to grilling the skewers. Um, what are the smells coming out of this place? Meat, alcohol, fire, uh, wood, hay, perfumes, okay. herbs, spices, sweaty people. Excellent. It's all like manure. One big bacchanal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, however, for Enoch and Tilinder and Gravel, since you three are still side by side, Linda kind of wanders off to go do their thing. Um, actually, no, Linda. Um, you see, what's your pass? Uh, give me a perception check, Linda, as you're walking towards a tent shop, please. Perception. Yes, please. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, as you're walking, you see. Uh, how many? Three of these. It's not. It doesn't look like they're trying to conceal themselves, but it looks like they also don't want to be super seen. Um, you see three of these drow individuals, white hair, kind of shaved on the sides, tied back neatly into like top knots. Um, I can't. Lindak is from Rosona, correct? Shorhas. Shorhas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,. So you see these three individuals, these drow individuals, and they're kind of like looking at people, and then they keep walking on, and they start like, to, like you can see they start to question people as well, and they're pointing to this piece of paper they're holding. They roll it up and they keep moving on to people and people, and they're getting closer and closer to you. As I'll say, that's where I'm from. I notice these three drows coming toward me. Correct. I will actually stop and turn towards them. Okay. They catch your attention and they approach. They're wearing kind of like these purple traveling cloaks. Uh, this black, almost chitinous looking armor underneath. Um, it's not the armor that you've, you're, you've seen in the Kryn Dynasty that they wear. Uh, this is something entirely different. It's actually armor you've never seen worn by drow before. Mm. And they approach you. Uh, and one of these drow says, uh, well, just checks to see if you speak the language, uh, and just says some hello in Undercommon. I do not speak Undercommon. So they kind of, they stop. Uh, hello, sir. Hi. What can I do for you? Uh, we were actually looking for one of our cousin's relatives here. They have fled, uh, are home recently and our cousin is looking to get them back. Hmm. Do you have a name for this? Oh, of course. Uh, our cousin's name is actually, uh, hold on, Zin Devyana. He's actually a prominent figure in society over there. Um, and we are looking for one of his cousins who we believe has come this way. And they show you a portrait of Talindra. Well, I do not recognize her. Deception check, What would please. you be looking for her? Is there doing some insight right now? Ooh, fuck. Deception, you stand? Yes, please. 
five. Right. Well, be sure to let us know if you see anything. We'll be here. I will watch for you. And they kind of just kind of nod, roll up that parchment, slip it into uh, their robes, and they kind of just pass on through the rest of the uh, Amber Crossroads. I'm going to watch them until I can't see them anymore. Okay. Perception check. Look <laughs> behind, you're just standing there like this at them. Eight. <laughs> Eight. You watch them for a couple seconds, they just disappear into the crowd. Disappear, yeah. I will continue on to the tent makers. Okay. You eventually get there, and there's a little... There's a hobgoblin kind of... Not a hobgoblin. Um, a brass dragonborn kind of stood behind this tent or the stall rather and making things it's mainly like rugs and blankets and upholstery and that kind of stuff made out of like these elegant colorful fabrics and he goes oh hello how may I be helping you this evening well I'm actually looking for a, a, a large tent probably four to six person tent oh uh, uh, let me see if I have any. If I, not really. Uh, well, I don't generally make tents that big, but I can see what I have here. Uh, how big are the individuals you're looking to cram inside this tent? Uh, one is very large, one is very small, and two are kind of person-sized. Person-sized. Oh, ouch. Well, that's very hard to kind of figure out. Uh, you are Esamar. I can kind of recognize a little bit of the celestial glow off of you. Um, I would be one of the persons, so two my size, one very much larger, one smaller. How small are we talking about? Uh, quite small. Gnome, halfling, grong? Yes, that size. Kobold? Gnome, okay. Uh, generally, I do have two person tents, those are two gold each, but I do have one four-person tent, and it is four gold pieces. But that's just the basic tent. Do you want something basic, or do you want something comfortable and colorful? Hmm. Tell me about comfortable and colorful. Well, the comfortable one is actually made out of uh, yak wool. Uh, that is the outside of the tent, and it's been treated with numerous oils to make it resistant to the weather, so snow and rain just slides off of the fabric. Uh, it's very good if you find yourself camping in the mountains or very treacherous and cold areas. Um, I understand. And now if you're camping somewhere with heat, it might not be as, uh, let's, the word is comfortable, but um, again, we don't have many areas here, at least in this part of the continent, that are known for its heat. Uh, so it's generally well used in like swamps and stuff like that. You know, adventuring types they find themselves in all sorts of predicaments. Um, it's a little more spacious than the standard four-person tent. Uh, this one actually has a built-in sort of pocket inside where you can store belongings. Um, again, not many belongings. You probably don't want to store sharp things inside this tent. More so like small trinkets, coins, uh, sort of objects of personal value. Um, and again, it's much more spacious. Uh, you could easily fit six people in this tent, uh, and that one 
is uh, eight gold pieces. Hmm. That does sound actually very interesting. Now and you said you have colorful ones. I, I think I'll back away from the colorful ones. All right. So you, do you want the one that's you know made for any sort of weather? Yeah, I think so. The yak, right. yak fur skin. Right. So one. a normal two-person tent weighs around twenty pounds. Uh, how are you for carrying things? You look like a rather sturdy and durable individual. I think uh, we can manage to All carry right. well, it. A four-person tent, the one with the yak hide, that sort of that's again is treated for the harsher environments. Uh, that tent is about 45 pounds all bundled up okay okay i think um i think i will take one of those all right It'll, it's eight gold for the tent do you want uh do you want extra of these oils to treat the tent uh the oils are not permanent so you do have to uh, treat the tent every month or once a month or so to keep it in its uh weather resistant uh state I understand. And how much would that be? Uh, I can give you a liter uh, jug of oil. Uh, the jug lasts. You know, you don't need to put too much. You don't need to put like a bunch on the on the tent at a time. Mainly like uh, like two fingers worth. A dip, and then you can just put it all over the tent like that. This oil goes a long way. Uh, it can also be doubled as oil for lanterns if you need to need be. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tent is uh, eight gold pieces. The oil. Um, is about oh, flask is one silver piece, so about two gold for the uh, liter of oil. All right, I will buy that as well. All right, uh, yeah, so, so ten gold. All right, so the liter of oil is actually about ten pounds. It's rather thick oil, so it's generally quite heavy. Yeah. Um, and again, it can be used as lantern oil should you wish to. So yeah, for the oil and for the tent, that'll be ten gold pieces. Yeah, I gave him ten gold pieces. All right, uh, and yeah, just I'm curious. Do you happen to be traveling anywhere cold, like up in mountains, swamps, maybe somewhere with harsh weather and terrain like that? I never uh, I know, do... but I, I I suspect probably more likely that than anywhere really warm. But I also sell yak hide cloaks that uh, are treated with the same oil. Uh, Again, these cloaks are really highly suggested if you find yourselves in cold environments. Not many people are adapted to cold environments. The only ones I really know of, in my experience, are the Goliath. Uh, Mm. And these cloaks could be wonderful sort of uh, additions to a group finding themselves wandering mountains and swamps, you know, water-resistant and cold-resistant cloaks could be a benefit. Um, this oil, yes. Um, would it work on, uh, and I show him the cloak I'm actually wearing, would it work uh, on something like this? No. Hmm. It is generally only used for, like, the heavier sort of materials. A cloak like that wouldn't really protect you all that well in the cold. Um, hmm. It has Again, before, but not. I have not been like uh, extreme cold with this. So. Yeah, that that probably wouldn't uh, do you too well in extreme cold. How um, much would, uh, would would these cloaks? How much would each, uh, each cloak? cloak is one silver? Um. Okay. How about uh, two my size and one small? 
like a child size. Oh, I do have Same. a child size here. So, uh, that'd be... A human child I'm talking about. You know. Yeah, I, I have child size cloaks. Uh, so, that'd be three silver pieces for the cloaks. Alright, I hand him three silver. Alright, so he takes the three silver, he takes the ten gold, and he puts up three cloaks, two adult-sized cloaks, one child-sized cloak, um, and he grabs one of these tents off the ceiling, sets it down, it's covered in yak fur, so it's very thick, coarse, white, sort of woolly uh, exterior, uh, and a, a mass, like a liter jug of this thick oil. Um, I try and wrap my arms around all this stuff. Is it going to be hard to carry? Or now you can easily like sling one of them over your shoulder. I can easily sling like the cloaks and the tent over your shoulder. Tent resting on the cloaks, so you can easily hold like the jug and the jug of oil in the hand. Actually, I'll stick the jug in my backpack and just right. throw the rest up on my shoulder and uh, thank him profusely. Thank you very very much. You are most welcome. And uh, if I need something like this again, I know where to come. Thank you very much. Well, I'm not and here I... all the time. Uh, this is the last day of the Carnival of Coin, so oh. I'll be most likely returning to my actual business uh, in uh, Baswazan, so. Really? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you again. You're most welcome. And I will head off back to where my friends were when I left them. Alright, so while Lindax doing this, what are the three of you getting up to? Finlock, you ran off. What have, what have you been doing? Uh, good deeds. Oh, that sounds, sounds very good. Yep. Um, oh, sorry. I suppose the the deeds you don't wish to discuss, or uh, well, uh, nothing worth uh, boasting about. Didn't really succeed succeed in either. Hmm. So, uh, I did mean to like get together with all of you and ask where. Uh, it's been a few days, and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't remember exactly, like, what, why are we going to a driven load again? I, I'm pretty sure it was my idea, but I can't even remember. I believe we wanted to set up some sort of base to begin with. Yeah. And I think it had something to do with... With Fox, was there something? Mm. No, it was for Rexentrum. That's in Rexentrum. Yeah. Right. But but um, Vinlock, you wanted to um, you wanted a place that you can establish. It was supposed to be Deerstock. I think we just wanted to go see if this was a place. I mean, we could just skip past it and go to Rexentrum. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be best to come back to it later. I don't want to yeah, sleep in this town either, by the way. Crossroads, they give me the... I just feel weird. 
You say you don't you don't want to stay here? Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to stay inside this place area. It does seem like a good place to be robbed. I would agree with that. Well, that but, and you see everybody's just leaving. So oh, everybody's yeah. packing out. That so. as well. Do you need to buy anything, Benlock? Do you need anything? I have some gold I could spare for you. No. No. I'm good. Uh, okay. You want any berries? Oh, no. <laughs> I think I'll pass. You guys uh, get enough to eat? Yeah, and we got some cooking stuff, too. Any pats like the sacks? Oh. Cart. Nice. Oh, I need cooking gear. That's right. I thought you already had it. Someone does. I thought you, yeah. Someone Whoever has a mess kit. kit already has cooking gear. Yeah. Everybody does. Oh, I do. Not Just everybody. kidding. You're right. I don't think I do. I have yeah. I have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Okay, well, um, we we could just, I guess we could just leave. Do you need anything, Dow? I I was considering maybe buying a bottle of wine for the road, if people would be interested in that, since we're here. Okay. But, yeah, maybe I'll yeah. do that. I mean, we have some time. Anyone yeah, want to come with can. me? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. All right. I, uh, I go in the direction. I'll go. I, I go in the direction that was mentioned to me before, okay. where he said there was a wine salesman. Sure. Uh, you make your way over there, you can see they're like starting to pack up. Uh, it's like a little stout halfling with a very prominent kind of beer belly. Uh, kind of like the buttons are popping out on his little tunic. He turns to, he's got like very curly brown hair, a big thick brown handlebar mustache, a mm -hmm. pair of tortoise shell glasses, and he's like, mm, hello. Hello, good sir. Um, I, I, I was hoping to buy from you a bottle of wine. Uh, what, what is your selection here? All sorts. All sold? All sorts. sorts. Oh, well. All sorts. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I misheard you there. Uh, yes, okay. Um, well, maybe you should listen better. <laughs> I, I apologize. I, as you can tell, I'm not from, I'm not from here. Uh, right. Uh, so per perhaps, uh, do you, what, what sort of reds do you have? What? <laughs> um, I, I, I was hoping to purchase a, a red wine. What, what, what would your price be for, what, what sort of options are there? Well, uh, all of my wines come from Camorda, where I live. Uh, we have numerous oh. wineries there. Uh, well, not really numerous, but we have, uh, what's, we have... There's, he's kind of an elderly halfling, so he's kind of like drifting in and out of thought. Uh, oh, I thought he was a dwarf. Nope, halfling. Oh, stout halfling, right? Yeah. yeah sorry um, about that. Thanks. There's the Stossman's Thistle Branch, dark blood red wine. Uh, uh how much? How much would uh, that one be? Eighty-five gold per bottle. Ah. <laughs> uh, there's also the Wagner and Waltz Emerald and Brace Green Wine, the Stossman's Truscan Sunrise White, the Lionette Vineyard Purple Cinder Red Wine, and the Aranath Family Private Wish Red Wine. Are there any price tags just like on bottles? Oh yeah. That I can see? Oh yeah. Uh, okay, what, what looks like a good kind of, you know, lower to mid-range? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the, Wag super fancy. the Wagner and Waltz 
Emerald Embrace Green Wine is 65 gold per bottle. Oh, God. The Stossman's Truskin Sunrise White is 45 gold per bottle. Uh, the Lionette Vineyard Purple Cinder Red Wine is 50 gold per bottle. And the Aranath Family Family Private Wish Red Wine is 75 per bottle. These are very extravagant bottles These of are wine. okay. Mm. I'll get the fifty dollar, fifty gold one. Anytime. You know why? Why don't I split oh, it with you? The Lionette Vineyard Purple Cinder Red Wine, made from the Lionette family, actually, in Camorra. Are they lions? No, they're people. <laughs> oh. And he kind of takes like a scoop of gold, and he looks at Tao. Here, why don't I? I'll pay. I'll pay half of it. I'll put uh, twenty-five. Vinlock. What was it? 50? 50 yeah, Vinlock will, will count the 25 for, for Enoch and like <laughs> throw it up there. Well, and he hands you uh, this red wine with like a purple label uh, and it says the Lionette Vineyard on it, purple cinder. Um, you get the sense these wines are considered some of the best in the entire world of Exandria. And you get the sense these are most likely probably not drinking casually and more so gifted as extra, like, extravagant, extravagant gifts, extravagant gifts, or to display someone's wealth. Just be, oh, I'm wealthy. Let me buy this very expensive bottle of wine. Uh, and he hands you the bottle. Oh, would you like it in a protective sleeve so it doesn't break wonderful. on the road? All yes, right, that would the be sleeve is nice. an extra five gold. You know, you know what? I think I think that's all right. We'll, we 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 have our own ways of. Do you have wine goblets and a wine opener? I think we'll make do. Thank you very much, sir. Wonderful. And he hands you the bottle of wine. Okay. <laughs> I kind of wrap it up in. Um, I have, I'm assuming I have some kind of blanket oh, or of something. Course, yeah, yeah. Wrap it up. Okay. And as we're walking away, I said. Good night. I Oh, take care. Good evening. I never realized wine was so expensive. <laughs> I always had lots of it in Osana. <laughs> were you were you rich? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, we we lived well. Anyways, let's um, shall we find um, our friend and head off? Yes. Almost yes. as if you have summoned the devil himself. You see Lindak wandering over, big tent slung over his shoulder, some cloaks dangling over the shoulder as well. Oh, there you are. Ah, greetings, friends. Yes. So you've been busy? I am hoping our cart is nearby. This is starting to get a little heavy. Yeah, Enoch's been toting it along. <laughs> dragging along. Okay. Nah, so yeah, uh, he just over. leans over and dumps the stuff off his shoulder into it. I got us a, a tent for sleeping outside. It's supposed to be weatherproof and uh, some cloaks if we go into anywhere cold. Even one for you, Gravel. Uh, Finlock, sorry. Ah, uh, thank you. Oh, no problem. I don't need one of those. I know, I didn't get you one. <laughs> he actually, the guy who sold it to me told, uh, told me actually that uh, Pikachu face 
<laughs> that goliaths uh, are resistant to cold, so I didn't get you one. That's all right. Uh, but you can sleep in the tent. There's lots of room. Okay, thank you. Oh, no problems. We're gonna. I think we're gonna leave, Lindak. I think we're gonna leave. I think we're going to Rexing Tree. Um, you see, as you guys are talking, someone does approach you, and they look visibly kind of upset, like angry almost. And when you bring the cart over, where's Chaucer? He's not in the cart. <laughs> and this kind of person walks over and goes, a human kind of wearing like a farmer clothes. And it says, oh, excuse me. Is this yeah. your pig? And behind him he sees pulling a pig along on a leash. Is this your pig? No. And it's Chaucer. Never no. seen that pig a day in my life. Well, it ate some of my vegetables at my stall. They were probably Sounds like a you problem. Delicious. So if you know whose pig this is, if you see anyone who's looking for a pig, just tell them I'm taking this pig to my butchery. Alright. Alright. He struggles to pull the pig away, but Chaucer just sits down in the dirt and doesn't budge. He's like, come on, you stupid animal! Nah, fuck hey. it. Guys. And he just drops a leash and walks away. Fucking stupid pig. Well, if he doesn't want it... <laughs> Pick up Chaucer and put it in the back of the cart. Alright. We're gonna name you Chaucer. <laughs> okay, let's go. Um, before the, uh, actually we take off, um, oh. Lindak is going to take out one of the cloaks and he's going to, uh, approach to Linda and say, um, quietly to her hopefully only she can hear but he doesn't really care if gravel and enoch here uh you may want to put this on i was approached by three uh drow in strange armor i had never seen before and they were looking for you thank you very much i take the cloak it's a big furry yak hair yeah so what these guys look like well, drow, obviously, dark skin, white hair, kind of a shaved with a, a bun on the back and some kind of strange black armor, kind of like what I wore, but mine was white. It was chitin armor, though. So. Gravel's going to casually look around as he's saying that. Perception check. To just kind of see if he sees him. Yeah, perception check. Enoch's going to do what your best friend always does at a restaurant when they say, don't turn around. He's going to do it right over his shoulder. All right, perception checks for everybody, then. Uh, I got I'm also trying to make it look like oh, I'm going to I got a 22. I got a 22. 17. Uh, Sorry. Chaucer's going to make a perception check. <laughs> Four. <laughs> He only sees potatoes. I rolled a 20. Yeah, not dirty 20. None of you see anything. Just cool. people packing up. Sweet. Um, okay. Well, we'll, we'll unpack we've... that later. He's going to look at town. Yes. Yes, now seems like a good time to leave the area. Yeah, I kind of just, yeah, do a little. And uh, it might be a good idea to. Uh, you know, flesh out your alias a bit and your disguise that we've been working on. Yes. Um, I did think of a name. 
I should write this down too. Uh, <laughs> if, if anyone asks, it's Leora Zinrin. Leora Zinrin. Leora Zinrin. Right. I'm just using the same last name I was using before. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, that's not your real last name. I didn't, I thought... <laughs> I don't think you've told the group your actual last name. Shit! <laughs> I thought they already knew! <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about this later. What's that alias again? <laughs> so I can add to my notes. It was Leora, L E O R A, and then the same, same last name. Okay. I thought that the, I thought that box said it or before. Oh shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't recall you telling anybody. I think him. The only time that your backstory really was ever discussed was with that tavern scene between you two between yeah I th- yeah that's mm. my bad that's my bad <laughs> that that is funny role play though um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Hmm. uh Talinder, i'll let you make it i'll let you make a history check based on your last name and based on the description linda gave you to see if you can figure out who these people might be okay th- this history yes please I rolled a natural 20. All right. Doesn't succeed. No, I'm kidding. Uh, All right. (laughs) So you've heard rumors, specifically amongst your family itself, that there are a group of drow that still feel the worship of Lolth, still feel her presence. Um, uh, These drow in particular... Uh, did not um, leave with the others to kind of go follow and worship the Luxon beacon, or the Luxon, um, which a lot of people, uh, specifically the Drow, uh, now worship over in um, Jorhas. Um, and there's this group of Drow called the Children of Malice, and they... Um, Are they're not numerous, um, but they are they are people devoted to Loth still. Uh, she call Loth. You know that Loth calls these these devoted assassins, worshippers, and spies the children of malice, and they gladly serve as the instruments of her revenge. Uh, they aren't numerous, but they are clever, driven, and directed by a god of pure hatred. They've established themselves hidden in they've established hidden cabals throughout the fringes of Zorhasian society forming little bands of bugbears and hobgoblins who raid settlements. Drow agents of Loth have even infiltrated even the highest echelons of Kryn society, slowly poisoning the dynasty, both metaphorically and literally. And the true extent of this infiltration you know from what you heard, um, it's only now being uncovered within Rosanna. Um, and these agents are working to spread fear throughout the Kryn dynasty as the war against the Dwendalian Empire continues to divide the attention of the Bright Queen. Um, and you know you would know that the whole goal of the Children of Malice is to subjugate and dismantle the flourishing Luxon-worshipping Dark Elf society in Zajorhas. That means any of the drow that have basically stopped the worship of Lolf to worship the Beacon you know, are considered not evil. Uh, 
most of the spies that they have in their order are sleeper agents, uh, quietly getting converts and waiting to well, waiting in order to strike. Uh, they don't have any formal alliances. They try to keep their true nature hidden. Um, they generally try to trade with outlying camps and townships across the ways for information. Um, and they tend to feed false information to the enemy. Um, one of the most prominent members of this society is actually someone in your family. A cousin, in fact. That you've heard mention of, but you don't really know too much about them. Just that their name is Zin Devyana. And he was born in Squalor in the Coronas of Rosana. And climbed to the ranks as a respected strategist and writer, using his position to sow discord and doubt amongst the dens of other drow. And he is considered one of Lolth's most trusted operatives. And the description alone... Hmm? Zendavyana? Zendavyana. Um, is that, is, it was Zin you said? Is that Zin. X-I-N? Z-Y-N. Z-Y-N. But again, you don't know much about them other than you've heard that they're related to you. They have the same family name as you do. Yeah. Okay. That's very odd. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm just, um, you know, trying to hide my face as we leave. All right. Talendra has a cousin, Dave. Cousin Dave, yeah. Well, Zin. Zin's the I name. I like I'm Dave. Dave Donna <laughs> is their family name. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, oh, that's one mention word. A cousin. Okay. Yes, he Dave did. Yana is the last name. It's one word. Um, so you guys are leaving the Amber Crossroads. Talendra is trying to keep herself hidden. Where are you all headed? Dervenlode, Rexentrum, or somewhere else? We did We did decide we were going to Rexentrum, correct? Yes. As a group? Okay. Yeah. Thought so. So the road to Rexentrum lies to the north and is, from the Amber Crossroads, is about 41 miles, so it take you about a day and six hours to get there. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but... Um... Uh, if you got someone on your heels, I'm not sure if we should stay here for the night or get moving. Because if, I... if we get moving, we'll be out in the middle of nowhere. But if we're here, there might be other people around. And, you know, they won't make a move when there's other people around. Are there any, like, uh, taverns, hotels, inns, no, anything? No, this is just a pop-up of merchant so. stalls and stands yeah. and tents. There really isn't okay. anywhere to spend the night in the Amber Crossroads. But I, I are there people that have stayed the night, like, put up their own tents? And yeah, like but not, not a okay. huge amount. Mainly just the people who can't really travel, don't really like traveling at night or can travel at night, essentially. The, el okay. the elderly and whatnot. Children, people with families. I'm hesitant to stay in a place uh, where they might even n realize that I'm here. Right. At the moment, it doesn't seem that they even, unless you've told them any information, I I, I, they don't have confirmation that I'm here. I'm. Well, if that's. I don't think so. Linda, I'll say you get the sense they saw through your lie. Yeah, they, okay. they may have. I denied knowing you, but they may have saw through that. 
Yeah. Um, well, we, we would be on we be on guard. We'd be alert. Yeah, um, I, I, I think we're gonna have to travel through the night, risking exhaustion just to be safe. Agree. Might be safer. Yes. They did seem uh, dangerous. All right. Let's go. All right. All right. You all, all right. gather into the into the cart, the wagon. Uh, you get the horses ready. Chaucer's in the back sleeping after his feast of his own. Um, you all start making your way north. Up the road. Uh, by the way, I'm also going to sort of take my violin and kind of put it in a place where it's less noticeable, just in case that's a defining, you <laughs> okay. know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, in, my, uh, in a bag or something, yeah. you know. All right. Are there a lot of people on the road? Like, are we... Oh, yeah. There's, like, merchants. Yeah, there's, like, merchants heading to Rex and Trum. Uh, merchants that are taking this road to go to other places, like, uh, like past Rex and Trum. The north road does go fairly far past Rex and Trum. Uh, so there's people taking the, the same road north as well. So you're kind of in a little mini traveling caravan at this point. Perfect. Mm. That's, yes, that feels safer. Uh... Yeah, Gravel's gonna hand the disguise over to Talindra because I believe it's done by now, right, Justin? Uh, yeah, it was like two. Yeah, it was been, like, yeah, eleven days of travel. So. Like, yeah. Is this uh, like a, a makeup-based disguise, or? Yeah, as well as like any wigs or like. Remember, <laughs> we were going for like a high elf, yeah. so we're aiming to like kind of adjust your features towards that. So we okay. give you a slightly. Um, Slightly, slightly different little... nose just right, to kind of okay. throw throw it off a bit um mm -hmm. and yeah he would present like pretty much like a, a compact with like a mirror in it okay check, it, like is there a way i can apply this without looking super suspicious <laughs> oh yeah it's nighttime. time not a lot of people are looking around okay then i kind of I, yeah i kind of like do okay. a little like cover myself and put on as much of it as i as i can on my first try okay are you uh, are you sticking with your character has white hair, correct? Yes. Are you sticking with the white hair? Did did during our we were making this? Did you get a different wig or hair going on? I mean, I'm assuming I we would have. I, I don't know if we ever actually talked about it, but I'm assuming we well, would have. That would have been a part of it. So I'm just yeah. I'm just starting to. I'm assuming there would have been like a maybe. What a... would your character have? Oh, maybe like a like a light brown, something that wouldn't be too nice. different, like a sort of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe just a different. It's a wig of a different hairstyle than you usually wear. So something that yeah wouldn't look super different from what, but like enough that is definitely not a drow, like it's a, like a on maybe the other like side a... and it has a braid. <laughs> um, but uh, while you're all traveling this road, you see some of the carts like pulling off to the side, going down side road, like small little side roads. And also just like pulling off to like camp wherever they can, you know, getting tired, traveling through the night. They're just like, oh, we need to pull over. You can see some like of these carts and carrot wagons just pull off the road because they don't want to travel through the night, obviously. Um, just looking for places that aren't, you know, camping in the middle of a crossroad. Uh, that is prime candice, 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 whatever. Candidate. Prime uh, like targets for uh, pickpockets and such. 
Um, but uh, you guys travel for a good eight hours or so so far. You can see the sun slowly starting to creep up. Uh, I need everyone to make constitution saving throws, please, to see who gets exhaustion or not. Con. Pretty good con, so... Yeah, that's fine. I gotta pull up what the DC is actually for that. I have to roll one for the horse I was getting to. Ah, yes. Yeah, so, Enoch, what'd you get for con save? I got an 18. Oh, you're fine. Uh, Lindak. I rolled a 1, plus 4 is 5. One level of exhaustion. That also goes for the horses as well. Roll a 14 for Umbra. Okay. Gravel. 11. Okay, you're good. Talindra. 15. You're good. So yeah, I just need for the horses as well. Umbra's fine. I just need one for Varga. Chaucer does not need to make one because they're passed out in the back of the cart. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Varga also gains a level of exhaustion. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, Varga and I are pretty tired. You can see the sun starting to creep up. You guys can see that Lindak and Varga are slightly <laughs> tired, but the rest of you kind of like just like shake your heads and kind of power through the exhaustion. Hmm. Lindak, you all right? I'll be okay. All right. Just tired. Let's keep our eyes open for like uh, a clearing or not a clearing, but the opposite of a clearing. <laughs> A forest. A covering. <laughs> yes, some cover. Uh, there are mm. no... Nothing of the sort for the rest of the way to the control. It's, oh. Just fields? It's more it's rolling just... fields, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, boy. And you can see, like, other caravans kind of parked out in these fields, cooking, like, breakfast, waking up. You guys are like... You can see you, and you can see, like, a, a, near, a caravan you Wow, saw. they got that far? <laughs> oh, right, they left early. Yeah, yeah. they like, left early, yeah. And you see that familiar dragonborn who sold you the tents, Lindak, kind of rising up. He's about a couple hundred feet off the road, and he sees you and use waves. Enjoy the tents! And starts cooking some eggs and sausages. And you guys keep moving down the road. You can see more people like so getting their rise, packing up their tents and stuff to keep going on their travel. Um... It definitely feels like the travel to Rexstrom is not going to be isolated at any point in time. Heavy traffic, essentially. Cool. I'm looking around for anyone who <laughs> is looks like uh, what Lindak described. Drows. Okay. I don't remember, but like you're looking like I'm cool. not being obvious. Give me a perception check. And just a reminder, we don't play the sunlight sensitivity rules, so ignore that for Drow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that. Okay. Um, okay, that's 21. 21. Nope. Nothing? Okay. Nope. Yeah, I'm just keeping my eyes peeled, that's all. And Gravel, you would remember the job you were given. At You had a week to be, at, be in the sewer, so you still have a load load of time left. By the time you get to Rexitrum, it's like six days left. Yeah, I mean, Gravel has no gauge on what he needs to do, so, you know... He's going to prepare. He doesn't like taking risks. Okay. I'll just reiterate, just in case you forgot, uh, the job was to steal 
a dodecahedron from the Mages of the Cerberus Assembly, mm-hmm. and that would be in the Candles District of Rexentrum. You would know the Mages mm-hmm. are in the Solstress Academy, but the chances are you're probably not breaking into the Academy itself, because that would be death, essentially. <laughs> so they probably want you somewhere in the Candles sure District. He'll, yeah, I'm sure he'll find out once he gets there and scouts it out a bit. But uh, are you any of you doing anything... Uh, over the course of this day while you travel to Rexentrum. Anything in specific? Again, the road is packed with travelers, so you know, Lindak and um, Varga are kind of tired and slowly moving along. Actually, can uh, Lindak tie Varga to the back of the wa- uh, cart or wagon and lay down in the wagon? Yep. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, he's gonna take one of his new cloaks for a blanket and just and just sleep for eight hours, yeah. if I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. At some point, Enoch is going to like grab his amulet and like focus on the food that they have, and he's gonna cast a purify food and drink. Okay, just to make sure that oh, there's no. nothing. Not on the what? alcohol, I hope. Yeah, pure. I think I. Yeah, pure food and <laughs> drink would like neutralize the alcohol in something. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> uh oh. Does Enoch um, know that though? Turned it to juice. You know what, Enoch? Give me an intelligence roll. Oh, oh, that's not too bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea that it would destroy the alcohol of something. So, you, are you casting oh, no. prepare food and water on everything? Not, yeah, purify food purify. and drink. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, so you you, grab, you touch the wine, you purify the bottle. I ha- I'm assuming I had the wine. I think. Right. You do. Oh, it's so I have the wine, but you would have the beer, I'm assuming. I think but it's a five-foot radius, and he's going to cast oh. it. Yep, the... yep. That wine <laughs> is no longer alcoholic. He's going to cast Great. it on the food. Just Hopefully to make sure that good. there's nothing, okay. nothing nasty about them. Okay. Um, his beer, though, his meat is fine because he's up in the front of the cart by his horse. So he's like turns around and casts it to make sure that there's nothing nasty. Oh, yeah. well, there. Yep. All Going right. You it. just lean back Whoops. and then keep riding. Goodbye, fifty gold. <sighs> now, it's just, now it's just non-alcoholic. Really good though, tasting. It's just nice juice. Wine. Just it's great not juice. Have that yeah. alcoholic. Yeah, because it's, it's not going to have that punch. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's just, yeah, it's just, just berries. It's same. fermented berries. Fermented grape juice. Warm um, grape juice. Which is to be fine. Some fermented drinks that aren't alcoholic are very good. Um, this is. There you go. Like. <laughs> I just made. Uh, what is it? Justin, you know what I'm talking about. It starts with a K, right? Yep. Uh, that T. I can't think of. The name of kombucha? Name. Kombucha, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Kombucha. Made <laughs> we, just like made some, we just made kombucha. Yeah, basically. Yeah, kombucha, yeah. Um, but, uh, Lindak's sleeping in the back of the cart. Uh, Enoch is ruining expensive wine. Um, <laughs> Gravel, are you doing anything specific while you travel to Rexentrum? Oh, beans. Well... Uh, he's gonna keep on top of casting non-detection on himself like usual. Okay. Um, and he's going to 
uh, he's gonna start like just in his spare time he's gonna try juggling just to kind of keep his keep his reflexes in check right, and like me a, hand 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 eye coordination going give me acrobatics sleight of hand yeah give me either acrobatics or sleight of hand check okay It'd be the best traveling show to practice your juggling <laughs> yeah he's just he's just got these ball bearings and he's like seeing how many he can juggle at once uh let's see 22 22 yeah, just you get like six at a time, and you're just like six. Nice. <laughs> All right. Sweet. I've never been able to personally. I've never I been able juggle. to juggle. No, nope, me neither. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Yeah, he's just like. All right. All right. He's taking it very seriously. Is like, since there's not much happening, he's just trying to keep his hands and eyes sharp. Okay. Uh, what about you, Talindra? I'm a little bit paranoid. Um, so at the moment, so I'm kind of trying to keep my head down. You know, I've got I've got some papers. It's just like sheet music. I'm just like looking it over. I don't, okay. it doesn't do anything for me. It's just an excuse to look like I'm reading. All right. And like keeping my head down. <laughs> Enoch will and give like every once in a while looking around, like <laughs> if you look stressed, he'll give you his drum since you're not playing your violin. He'll be like, here you go. No. Oh, thank you. You get handed this drum that has food fingerprints all over it? I, uh, I never played a drum before. <laughs> um, I'll try to see if what, what I so can you're, do. So you're it. not proficient in drums, so give me a performance nope. check? Just a, no, don't. Because you're proficient in performance. Uh, you know what? Give me a performance check with a disadvantage, then. Disadvantage? Yeah. Um... Actually, no. Oh, no. <laughs> to see if you can try to play the drum. Give me just a straight intelligence roll. Uh, where would that be? Just, Abilities? Just, yeah, just your straight, there it is. Just okay. straight intelligence check. There we go. That's a four. Four? So. <laughs> if it was a natural one, I, I would have been... You put a hole in the drum. But uh, you have... Oh, no. Fine. Yeah, actually, you know what? You have mending. That's fine. You're playing it, and you actually put a little bit of put put a little hole in the top of the drum. Just boom. yeah, I quickly like mend it, and I'm like, uh, you know what? I I think per percussion is not for me. I, I give it back. And all, all the right. grease stains are magically gone off of it somehow. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I I appreciate the gesture though. Uh, if if only I had one of the other instruments that I could play, that would be convenient. But I don't. What other instruments can you play? I can I can play the lute, Bad and I can play the flute. You can't play the two sticks, or you just hit two sticks together really hard. Well, I I could do that, but I don't think that would be very interesting for long periods of time. Um, the three of you that are not sleeping, uh, it is getting to the late evening, so Lindak would get a long rest at this point. So, but the three of you that are still awake, though. Uh, perception checks, please. You hear what sounds like a large somewhere in this somewhere in the sky. <laughs> That's a no for me. Okay. Okay. Two plus five. <laughs> oh, yep. You look around and sunlight gets in your eyes, and you're like, oh, setting yeah. sun. So it's just like, yeah. Go to fourteen. Fourteen, and then Tilindra. Fifteen. Fifteen. 
and you see kind of walking through the nearby field is um, just a cow a wild cow like an ox like a wild ox thing mm-hmm. walking through the field and it's grazing and it turns its head towards you all and just stares chewing on its cud and grab as you like rub your eyes you all see something fly down from the sky scoop up the cow and fly off a massive gargantuan bird just flies down picks up the cow and flies away and some of the other caravans are like oh didn't uh, expect to see any rocks in this area well then and it just keeps traveling oh good more to worry about a rock that was a bird <laughs> one of the caravans looks back a rock it's a type of giant bird roc they're generally only seen in Jorah, so it's interesting to see one out this far. Saying ROC yeah. doesn't mean anything to Enoch. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of turns around and keeps keeps moving. Um, and you can you can hear you can see you can see the rock kind of flying off somewhere to the southeast. Would I have, would I have seen one of these before? Oh, yeah. Being there, from yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's like stories of like people traveling Jorhas, like especially in like the barbed fields. I think is what it's called. Um, rocks like to pick off people when they're traveling through those fields. So yeah, you know what a rock is. So does Lindak. So, so does gravel, so was, roughly. So it was heading off towards like Silberquell Ridge. Uh, you said southeast. Yeah, it's going so yes yeah, so around that area. Yeah. Okay. Just picks up this cow and just flies away, and you can hear the cow going as it's getting through the air. And that wakes Lindak up. They're really loud moving and squawking. And Lindak, you wake up, but whatever it was is long gone now. It was a yeah. rock bird. It, it was a rock. R O C. I think you might be muted. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> muted. <laughs> um. Um, did that get rid of my exhaustion? It did. I feel great, guys. But now when the rest of the party need a long rest, you can't have one. That's uh, fine. Well, I could... He could, he could stay up and watch. He, he's if you got, guys want to sleep the, in the... Yeah. He's but, got all the watches. It's good. But um, I, can, I can stay up. Yeah, Lindek, you're <laughs> jolted awake. Chaucer is still snoring beside you in the back of this cart. <sighs> stinks in here though there is that some pig. fresh dookie from uh, Chaucer <laughs> in the back of the cart yeah. Gravel's, Gravel's got a shovel he's just gonna hook strength check oh jeez it's that dense <laughs> huh alright a lot of starch oh, it's like that is it that's a, it's that's a, a, that's a dense boy strength <laughs> check all the potatoes that's an 8 an 8 it's <laughs> too much for me guys uh, you can't lift it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I pretend not to see him struggle. I do too. You know, do Lindok's do right do. there, so Lindak will actually probably help him. Alright. You can scoop all the pig poo off the back of the cart. Um, and the sun finally kind of sets on the horizon. You see more carts pulling off the road to set up their camp for the night. Do we want to do a camp? Hmm. Yeah. I suppose so. We only have a few more hours of travel. Yeah. So. Oh. 24 oh, plus six. six. You guys have traveled for. 
16 hours. You have 14 left to go. Ah. Uh, still another night. I'd, yeah, I'd feel a lot better if we got some sleep, but yeah. I know, yeah. Some of us are looking a Lindak little tired. Will, Lindak can watch the whole yeah. watch because he doesn't need to sleep. I've already slept. I, my, my hours are just yeah. going to be opposite of yours for until I straighten them out, I guess. All right. Let's, uh, let's find another caravan maybe to be friendly with. Um, most, of the, most, of the most, of the, most of the caravan has actually pulled off the road and they're setting up their camp for the evening. Should we pick one and go visit with them? I'd, I'd prefer not to, the, especially if someone's looking for uh, Tao. Mm -hmm. don't want to interact with too many people. Let's do it in your shot range, though, if something happens to us, others would hear. Yeah, Close right. enough that like we a, could, yeah. Like about 60 feet away or so. Oh, I was thinking more than that, like 100. Oh, that's great. Oh, sounds good. Okay. Yep, so uh, so like essentially the furthest one, he'll go about 100 more feet. And go. Okay. So you He's going to try to go evenly with them, too. All right, so you pass this like, group of like halflings who are like, playing music and making stew, and they wave as you pass. Have a wonderful trip! We'll be right over here. Oh, okay, feel free to come over. We have lots of mead and ale. <laughs> ah, thank you. And pork. And rabbit. Do we have to pay for it? No, of course not. This is communal. Okay, I'll be over in a minute. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> oh, no. You hear the sound of a rabbit bleeding as one of these halflings just beats its head off a log. Just... <laughs> Food's fresh! That's pretty fresh. Right. You, guys, you pull about 100 feet ahead of these this group of halflings and you start setting up your camp. Uh, are you putting the tent up, Lindak? Yes, I will put up the tent. So you guys see Lindak unfurl this massive six-person tent covered in oh, white... Oh, it's six-person now. Yeah, it's, a no, six it's, a, it's a large four-person tent. It's a large four-person tent, but it can fit up to six people. Yeah, um, nice. So it's a six-person oh. tent. Yeah. Uh, and it's this massive kind of circular tent uh, draped and covered in this white, thick, uh, uh, shaggy uh, yak hide. Nice. Yes. Hey, so, uh, takes yeah, a little while, but I get her set up. Yeah, Lindag, that looks great. How much did that cost? Oh, never mind. It's okay. I got her. Okay, I'm going to eat. He's going to towing Umbra with them. He's okay. going to make his so way. Have a good time. The halfling camp has set up torches, and since you don't have dark vision, it's easy to find them. Make his way over there. Okay. Yeah, He'll grab out. one of his meads, okay. uh, like his honey meads, as a, a gift. Okay. They're all sitting around the campfire. They're eating. They're like now like one of the one of the halflings is like cutting open, is cleaning the rabbit. He's like cutting it open, pulling out all the entrails, and tossing the entrails in like the nearby forest. Just... Oh, there is no nearby forest. Sorry, it's an open plain. So he's actually throwing the entrails in the fire, and they're just burning at the bottom of the fire. And he's, like, skidding the rabbit, and he tosses the skin in the fire as well with all the hair attached to it. And just puts a stick through the rabbit, and starts roasting it on a spit, and he's like, Hello! Oh, hello. He's gonna, like, tie Umbra 
to something. Nice horse. I don't know. Is there like a yeah? I don't know. Is there like a post or something? To, like yeah, yeah. Like, they okay. have like they have like little donkeys and mules kind of tied up with them. With nice some. horse. Thanks. His name's Umbra. Oh, I'm Russell. I'm Enoch. Enoch, you're a Goliath. That is very perceptive. Thank you. Ruffling. Thank you. I actually saw a band of Goliath the other day on the road when I was making my way to the Amber Crossroads. From where? From where? Points to the Sirius Mountains in the distance. Which way were you coming from? Oh, well, I was coming from Eurosa. It's a settlement to the west of the Amber Crossroads, but I'm heading to Rexentrum to just buy some supplies and stuff. Visit my nephew at the Souls at the Soltris Academy. And then we're all back to Eurosa to play a show, a little show at the uh, at the one of the taverns there. You actually see we are a traveling band of well musicians and he gestures to the other halflings sitting on the logs and you get the sense, hey, this is probably the band that was playing at yeah. the Amber Crossroads. <laughs> the one that was too drunk. Yeah. Right. Oh, um And they still appear appear kinda of drunk. Well that's exciting. Um Thank you. You're back exciting. To the gl- you have yes. big muscles. Nana flexes a little bit. Um <clears throat> the Goliaths, so you said that they were traveling away from back to the Sirius Mountains? Uh, they were traveling back to the mountains, actually. They're passing through Yerosa when I left. Do they have anything noteworthy? No. Oh. Okay. Alright, well, can I just... Oh, no, wait. I brought you some mead. Oh, and them to actually, bottle. thank you. But I think they were in Yerosa actually buying funeral flowers. That's right, funeral flowers. Huh. Apparently, apparently they're mourning one of their own who died uh-huh. a while ago. Uh, <clears throat> he's gonna kind of just sit down at this point. Um, all right. Thank you for letting me know that. You're welcome. And this happening leans over and breaks one of the legs off the rabbit and hands it to you. (laughs) Oh, wait. Do you want something bigger? I don't want to eat all of your... Oh, we have lots. We just butchered two of the animals we bought at the market. Well... I am not going to say no. I imagine you not could just grab that rabbit by the head and just, just go. <laughs> just a clean, clean, uh, clean hence you, um, this massive turkey leg. Perfect. Um, I'm a musician too, by the way. Oh, what do you play? I play bagpipes. Oh, the drums. The oh. drum. That's fun. It can be. I made a lot of money at the crossroads. Oh, are you performing? We made some money as well. But then, <laughs> sort of, the last night, 
we heard some other people playing music and it took away most of our business. That's very unfortunate. It is. That honey meat is very, very good. You should definitely try some. Oh, and he swigs some of the honey meat. That's very no, more, good. More, 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 more. Oh, okay. Tips. Get back. <laughs> Unconscious. Uh, it's actually not alcoholic anymore. Oh, the meat is. The meat no, is. the meat is. I was oh, hard. the meat is? Oh. Yeah, enough away, uh, so. He falls backwards off his log unconscious. The other halflings go, Well, he can't handle his liquor, but I can. And this one's like a big. He looks like a barrel with muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> long braided orange beard. And it's also a halfling. And he's like, You got any more of that? No. Oh. You want to Sorry, try what? Do you want to try what I have? Yeah. Ah, and he wanders over, sits beside you, kind of pushes his buddy's legs off the log, and he pulls out this, um, like a big green leaf, and he unfurls it, and there's like a purple powder on the leaf. That doesn't look like alcohol. Oh, it's not. It's a drug. But if you want alcohol, and he pulls out a bottle, a clear bottle with black liquid. Purple powder's looking better. What? The purple powder looks better. This is really good, too. I make it myself. I ferment plums. Oh, it's plum. All right. I'll, what do you I think it was? Try. I don't know. It, black liquid I don't know he pops the cork and the smell of alcohol is like overwhelming it actually burns your nostrils I don't think I've got the distilling process down right it's very powerful I could have one glass I'm gonna finish this turkey leg I'm gonna give you reaches into its pouch and he grabs a handful five gold kind of sets it on its lap for your troubles and your companionship that's a lot of gold yes he pours you a glass Mm -hmm. it doesn't smell like plums all it just smells like alcohol um (laughs) so uh who you traveling with those like are those people over there your friends yep um there's my friend lachvin Daklin. Lockvin. Daklin. Daklin. Dratalin. And you are Enoch. <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> he kind of laughs a little bit. Enjoy the wine. It's really good, actually. Okay. We drink a lot of it. We drank most of it at the festival or at the Carnival of Coin. That's probably why our music sort of sounds so shit. <laughs> He'll down it. I like take some. It burns. Constitution saving throw to see if you become drunk immediately. Oh, saving throw. It's so basically a Bacardi one fifty one without the taste. Oof. Oh, God, fourteen. Fourteen. You feel a little woozy, but you're not drunk. You feel Ooh. more ill than anything. Okay. Um, I don't think I can finish this. 
Oh, that's fine. Here. And he reaches for the bottle. Yeah, and he corks it again and puts it back in his bag. All right, well, it was very nice to meet you and your friends. Oh, thank you. My name mm. oh, is Geef. G-E-I-F. Some people call me Jeff. He points to the unconscious halfling. That's Edgar. What did you say? No, it's Russell. Edgar! Oh, he looks back behind me. You see another. You see the third and final halfling kind of stewing in the pot. Yes, I'm Edgar. That's Russell. Gift Russell Edward. Edgar. Edgar. Well, you are some fine, dapper gentlemen. Bid you good night. Thank you for the turkey leg. You're welcome. And he's going to get Umbra and make its way back. Why did you give him our wine? That's our wine. And you kind of just wander off back to your campsite. He's going to crash. Probably with okay. the turkey leg still like in it, not. Okay. You guys see, actually, I think everyone else is sleeping. So, Lindex or Lindex. So, yep. you see Enoch wander over, and he kind of just passes out. <laughs> yeah, I just watched. You can see in the distance. Watch. You can see those halflings. They're like trying to like pick. They're like they like lift up the, an unconscious one. They shove him in a tent, and they they go back to like both the remaining two halflings of the three go back to like stewing a pot of just meat. And they're about to gather 100 feet away or so. And I think that when Enoch pointed this out, he said there was another group on the other side about the same distance away. What did they No, just these halflings. Just, no, just this one group? Okay. Yep. So uh, basically, Lindax just sitting there with his back to the fire and looking out and looking around and watching. Perception check, please. And you have dark vision, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 18 plus 4, 22. 22. Um, so again, there isn't a lot of forested areas here. It's mostly just these rolling plains. Um, but part of these plains cross a small stream. And they're about, that's about kind of back the way you came from. Kind of near where these halflings are set up. Uh, and there's something floating in the water. How far away is it? Uh, 75 feet. Okay. Kind of near, like, near the halfling campsite. And they're like, they're, you can hear them still bickering about the stew and their drunk friend and how he's, the one of them is mad at them giving Enoch some plum wine. Okay, yeah, I'm kind of listening to this, sort of, but I'm also watching very carefully because I know that uh, Talindra's uh, has people after her now, so I'm watching. But uh, Lindak will get up and uh, walk towards the stream to check out what's in the water. Are you doing this quietly? Um, no, just okay. getting up and walking over. Okay, so you're walking over, and one of the halflings just goes, Oh, hello! And waves at you, one of the two remaining conscious ones. Hey. Are you with, uh... Uh, what's his name? What do you say his name was? Enoch. Oh, right. Are you with Enoch? Well, yeah, he's back here. Yep. Which one are you? Are you... What did you say that was? Lintel? Daglin? 
What was the other one he said? I don't remember. Vaklin. Vaklin? Are you Vaklin or D Daklin or Lindtal? Uh, 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 I'm Lindtal. Can I roll a uh, oh, you're uh, not intelligence check to see if I would recognize what those are? Because you probably I know recognize what they are. them. Yeah. Uh, okay, I would be uh, Daklin. Oh, you're Daklin. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. All right, and he goes back to suing the meat. And I keep on towards the creek. Okay. You get closer to the creek. And there's kind of blood smeared on the side of the bridge a little bit. It looks like someone tried to like rub, like to wipe it off. And there is a there are three bodies floating face down in the stream. And you're still about a good 15 feet away from the bodies, so you can't really make out any features because they are floating face down. Okay. Um, can I call over to the halfling? Um, hey, have, have you seen this? Do you know what this is about? No reply. From 15 feet away, can I recognize? Do I recognize? They're floating. Any of them? They're, lo they're floating face down. Face you, down. You just see traveling. Do cloaks. I recognize halfling cloaks? You do. I see. Oh boy. Okay, Lindak would walk up a little closer and. Okay. Yeah. Three halflings floating face down in the river. Um, do I have anything I can do? Can I reach them without yeah. actually getting in the river? Yeah. All right, can I pull one of them and turn them over? Yeah, looks like the one that was just talking to you. Throat slit. Look like he's been dead for a while. Uh, give me a medicine check. Ten. 12 hours or so. Okay, so they've been dead for a little while. Yeah. He's going to turn around and he's going to go back to camp. Okay, so you, you look up at the... So you guys are walking. Those halflings aren't anywhere in the campsite. I can't see them anymore. Nope. Alright, I'm going to pull out my uh, long sword and I am going to proceed to camp. At ready. Okay. Everyone else is sleeping. And so Gravel, Talindra, and Enoch are all passed out. Uh, you make your way back to the camp. You just see your friends and the horses and Chaucer all sleeping. Well, they're in the tent, right? That's right. They are in the tent. My Char friends? Yep. You guys are all in the tent, right? They are. I assume. Unless we're also back. floating in yeah, the river. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to go back to camp, uh, and uh, actually, I'm going to uh, bang on the door or whatever. There's no door. It's like it's a, it's, I'm it's like a flap. Yeah, it's a flap. There is no door. Okay, I'm going to kind of open the flap yeah. and all keep my eye. Them, all three of them are sleeping out, in there. Keep my eye out and around, not looking in. However, I'm just going to say when you look in. <laughs> There's blood trickling out of Enoch's nose and mouth. Enoch, because you failed the con, because you failed the con save. Mm -hmm. Twelve points of poison damage. 
But you're still unconscious. Sleeping. I'm gonna yell. Alright, you yell, and everybody wakes whoever up. Whoever answers. So, Gravel and Talindra. And Enoch, all three of them wake up, they're all in the tent. Enoch, you guys look and you see blood oozing out of Enoch's nose and mouth. And Enoch, you feel like shit. You are currently poisoned. Lay on a hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, there's uh, something weird going on out here. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, something about them halflings. I just found the actual dead halflings in the creek over there under the bridge. What? J yeah, you, you, and did you take and... some of their stuff? Eat any of their food? Well, Anything yeah. like that? Because you're... Yeah. Uh, look out. Just guys the ones that were in camp have disappeared so i'm just i'm just watching around mm -hmm. not in the tent yeah Second gravel's check. gonna poke his yeah gravel's gonna poke his head out checks. too right. soft 20. okay you don't see anything it's a no for me neither of you see anything i'm still gonna be on the ready He's going to close his eyes and grab his holy symbol, and he's going to try to divine sense. Yeah, nothing. 60-foot radius, no, sorry. Nothing. Easy spies. I need to go inspect the tent, or the... the their, their, their area. Um, yeah. Don't... Be by yourself. They're out there. They're they're watching us. They have to be. They're somewhere. Whatever did, they are. Where did you see these bodies? Well, I point to the, where the creek is. I've seen it from here. So yeah, all right, let's go. Points a little stone bridge. You had to cross across this little stream. Who's all going to investigate the bodies? He's nice going to grab a torch and run it through the fire. Okay. So that he has something. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go unless people want someone to stay with the. Um, stuff. I'll, I'll take them over and show no, actually, them. I he'll guess light we're his, all going. He'll light his hooded lantern. I forgot that I had those. He'll light okay. his hooded lantern. So who's all going to the who's all going to the stream and who's all staying at the campsite? I'll Grandma's stay at the campsite. Going. Okay, so yeah. two and two. So Linda, I can grab oh. you two. Make your way towards the stream, and yeah, you can see three halflings floating. Well, two halflings now floating face down in the water. One kind of pulled up on shore, throat slit, deep. Yeah, gravel's gonna bring them all up. And then have a look. Yeah, they're all they've all had their throat slit relatively deep down to the bone. Ugh. Yeah. I guess he's going to see if he can uh learn anything else by what they're wearing. Um, you don't learn the... anything. These are these are just they're traveling halflings. They aren't any they don't look important in any way whatsoever. Right. Well, like signs of a struggle, whether there's anything left that Medicine they might check. have grabbed onto. Okay. Twelve. No sign of struggle. It looks like it okay. happened when they were unaware. Okay. Uh, Nothing was. Doesn't look like anything was taken. All right. Uh, hmm. uh, he's going to. Because this is a pretty good opportunity. Uh, he's going to study the way that uh, one of them looks. 
the one that got drunk too fast. That was, or he wouldn't know that, but nope. I'm, meta-wise, I'm telling you it's the one that, he's looking at the one that got drunk too fast. But how would you know it's the one that got drunk too fast? So why are you choosing no, this one? No, I'm saying meta-wise. I'm just asking why you're choosing this one. Because it's not the barrel-bodied one. I don't okay. know. All it's, right. it's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going for something. Okay. Uh, that was just the only other one you mentioned, so. Russell. Uh, okay, Russell. Yeah, he's uh, he's going to study the way that guy looks and okay. keep it in his back pocket for another alias. Uh, and pretty much say to Linda, oh yeah, you weren't joking. Oh. And we're... Mm. Would would Gravel have seen the bridge? Yeah, you guys crossed over it, coming oh, to your campsite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Well, don't know what to do about this. At this point, another caravan starts to come rolling down the road, and they can see you standing by the river. Oh, everything okay down there? And it's like a human kind of slicked back brown hair and he's carrying a bunch of like um just like trinkets in the back of his cart everything okay down there no. lose something in the water no you need help things, uh there's nothing that you can help with but uh there is trouble on the roads oh there's always trouble on the roads near the amber crossroads <laughs> uh can I ask what you're doing on the road this late? Uh, traveling, actually. Headed to Rexentrum, well, because that's where I live. Be careful. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound ominous or threatening at all. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying. We got a couple of dead guys right here. Oh, you do. We just found them in the river. In a creek or whatever. Persuasion check. Alright. Because he looks very on edge. Twelve! Oh, alright, well. Um. Well, if you don't mind if I keep going, I don't really want to hang around with dead bodies. Yeah, I mean. I, again. Just saying. Oh, boy. Hmm. I wonder if it's those bandits. And he just keeps. He, his horse starts pulling the his, his wagon back down the road. Are you uh? Are you up for keeping watch the rest of the night, or you not? I mean, this is kind of up to you, Lindak. Oh, yeah, but actually, but, gravel you. Are you in how how in depth are you investigating these bodies? Would you say? I'm I've been trying to like get anything I can off of them, you All know, right. any um, type of information. Like I've been I've been going going through the gamut of like what I can get from them. Um investigation check. Okay. 12. Wow. <laughs> 3 12s <laughs> in a row. Um as you're like, we're like looking over the bodies, 
and trying to ex specifically examining the ones whose identity you want to steal essentially um, mm -hmm. there's a piece of parchment rolled into like a tube shape and actually shoved into the mm -hmm. esophagus of this uh, of this halfling through the, the, the throat slit that's where the paper was like shoved through into the throat that's gruesome no kind of pull it out okay uh you ever seen anything like this linda you no uh so you pull the parchment out and it's written in two languages do you know undercommon i believe yes. you do because one is written in undercommon other is written in common and they're both the same sentence oh okay yeah i can speak undercommon uh and it says we know you travel with one of our own we will not relent Hmm. You we know hope, anything about this? We hope you enjoy our work. He's gonna show Lindax the one in common. Sorry, I missed the first half of it. What did it say? We know uh, they, you travel. They with know me. that. Yeah. yeah, they know that uh, we travel with one of their own. Do you know what any of this means? Um, being where I'm from and with my background, nope. would I know of these guys nope. at all. Um, I suspect it has something to do with Tal, but I really have no idea. Alright, we'd better get back. Yeah. Is, is Talindra with us? No, she's, a, she's, a, she's back at the camp. She's the camp. Yeah, okay. We have to get back. Alright, let's go. Alright, Enoch and Tillander, you're at the campsite. What are you doing? He's going to put the hooded lantern on the edge of the cart. Okay. So that it gives like a bigger casting area there. Um, and he is going to take point, essentially, in front of Tillandra. Okay. So. Talinda, are you doing anything? I'm assuming because I only have the four hour meditation that I'm probably awake at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a little, it's a little bit private. So I'll take out my uh, violin and do some, my daily scales. Okay. As I'm waiting. Uh, grab one, Lindeck. You both make your way back to the campsite. Uh. Wait, wait. And he points his morning star at Gravel. No, what's up? Tell me something only Gravel would know. You're shit at counting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it's you, us. buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh... It's good enough. So we, yeah, it's not, it's pretty gruesome. Uh, we found this on him and he's going to show both of them the letters. Oh, I don't I, know why they're taking their time. Yeah, I just read it and look very grave and hand it back. You know, 
looks like he's reading it over your shoulder and he's nodding. Mm-hmm. And, and Gravel will just read it out loud for instead of. There we go. Of, like, <laughs> nice. There we go. Okay. Uh, you have a lot of explaining to do in like turns and looks at Tal. Um, is going back and forth between Lindak and Tal because both of them <laughs> seem to <laughs> drop the ball on something. <laughs> yeah. But first, I'm going to sleep some more. Oh. And you're going to crawl back into the <laughs> oh, tent. I, I thought we were having this. Okay. Discuss <laughs> <laughs> it later if you like. <laughs> you pull me in. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know if I can s- sleep. Uh, yeah, it seems like these yeah. guys are probably killed in my sleep. Yeah. So we definitely have to keep an eye out. Like, and without something to put your back up against, I mean, you drive yourself nuts in this darkness. Yeah. So, um, Enoch needs to complete his. Y'all are trying to figure out sleeping arrangements and traveling on the road. Yes. So I believe you said before that I I'd already finished my long rest. Yeah, you you've already would have finished your trance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so so it's just gravel only... and Enoch that still need to sleep more. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right, so we'll just finish up our long rests and hit the road. We'll just sleep in the cart. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a, like a plan. Okay, well, Lindek breaks down the tent then. Okay. Throws, spend time. throws it in the cart. And... All right. You spend time breaking down the tent, breaking down the campsite. Uh, eventually the sun does start to rise again. And we're off. Yep. Yeah, right. Lindak's going to leave Varga tied to the back, and he's going to be leading the horse. Okay. So for, the sake, for the sake of time and everything, since the next game starts in 15 minutes or so, and the technical uh, difficulty fuck things up, um, again, you guys are not super far out of Rex Syndrome, but um, as you guys spend the day resting, taking turns resting, recuperating, Enoch especially after getting poisoned, um, before you lie the street, the massive outer walls of the capital city of Rexentrum. And as you arrive at Rexentrum and begin to pass through the gates, that's where we're going to end the session. But also, as you reach Rexentrum, Everyone levels up to level five. Oh, awesome. So we're going to do that on stream. So everyone will roll their level up hit dice on stream. So Enoch, first, okay. roll your hit dice, please, for your level up. Reroll ones. What is my, what is my, ooh, what am I going into? That's a good question. Yeah, are you going into fighter or paladin? Fighter paladin. You want to get, you want to oh. snag your oath? Yeah, I don't want to get an oath or do I want to go ahead and get that? I'm gonna go ahead and do fighter. I'm gonna go. All right, roll your hit dice. Level one fighter, yeah. Um, well, so your fighter hit dice, which is the same as paladin hit dice anyway, I believe. Oh, wow. it is. Yeah, 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 it is. 
So I rolled a three on my hit dice. I freaking hate <laughs> rolling for hit. I hate rolling for hit. <laughs> yeah, hit dice are usually head and enemy. Okay, D10. I also dice. rolled a three. Yeah. Oh my god, I, there's no way. I rolled a three as well. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, the party I rolled of a squish. four. The party of squish. All right, Slindra. I, I rolled a, uh, I rolled a four. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, but then it's added adding my con. Nope. I... You just roll. D and D Beyond does it all for you, so you just. Add oh, you four. just roll straight. Yeah, you just add the four into your. Whatever you rolled, you add into your total hit points on D and D Beyond. It already calculates everything okay. for you. Um, okay. What subclass of fighter is Enoch taking? Nice. I guess we'll discuss, we'll figure that out. Yeah, that's a good question. Over the course of the week. So, good night, everybody. We'll see you back here in 15 minutes for episode 74 of Beneath the Tide. So, good night, everybody. Level five took ten ep took ten hey. sessions to get to level five. So, I know. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye.